The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Das. You handsome SOB. Thank you so much. Welcome to the five count. What a wonderful night it has been. Yes, it's just started. If you're just joining us right now, which I'm sure you are if you are listening, because this program just started. Because <laughs> we're this, eight seconds in. The this show. is the five count. We've already been here in the Fireside Studios for a real long time with longtime listener, executive producer, Billy Floyd Shouts. He's been in here. We've been talking wrestling for hours. If you want to hear some of that, be sure to check us out on Patreon. For only $1, you get access to all these episodes, all this information, all this crazy stuff that happens, never to be heard on terrestrial radio, only on Patreon. Never to be heard by anyone. Well, it could be if you tuned in over there. Hey, I'm, I've been here for the long haul, Todd. I'm talking to listener. Nobody, nobody has wasted more Saturdays than me, Jack. You're right. I'm about 10,000 hours into this thing. This is crazy. Welcome to the show. Here it is. It's going to be a good one, maybe, probably. It's going to rock. Probably too much for you, Ton. No, wait. That's not even a possible thing that could happen. What are you even saying? It could happen tonight. Might be that night. You're talking to the guy who left early from Slayer, who was bored at Slayer. What do you mean? Not can't handle the rocking. Seriously. That is true. I don't know many people who are as metal, half as metal as Ton. (laughs) What is happening? Both like in a badassery musical sense and also because he took so much shrapnel over the years. He's got a lot of lead. He's real metal in that sense, too. A lot of lead in various areas. Ton, tonight on the program, special guest, exclusive interview with Billy Bio, guitar player for Biohazard. Yikes, dude. Yikes. Remember Biohazard? Yeah, man. Billy Bio is on the program tonight. Crazy. He's got a new uh, album out. It's called Leaders and Liars. And it rocks. Oh, it rocks. We'll hear some of that, and we'll hear some Biohazard, and we'll hear whatever you need to say. Awesome. Which I'm sure will be... Ridiculous. Well, you know, it'll it'll probably be very wise and very welcomed by the listeners. Really? Sage advice. 
you really have to tune in on the Patreon to hear Billy Floyd shouts. Because if you follow us on Twitter at all, you'll see the interactions that Floyd shouts has directed at me. So when you say that the listeners will feel like it's very wise, I keep thinking about Floyd shouts because he very much thinks that I'm not wise at all. Unless he's here in studio, then we, we get along swimmingly, I think. Could be some jealousy. Most no. people have it. No. I know I do. No. He's just working an angle. Floyd shouts also, thank you so much for the gifts. Uh, I know you're listening right now. That does mean a lot to me. Um, Floyd Shouts had a great loss in his life recently, and he has gifted some things to us. I didn't even see what you got connected through that loss, and that that's a huge deal. That's that's like like that's a pretty big deal. Um, yeah, so that's awesome. Thank you so much. It's really cool. What did you get, salsa? No, dude, I got some of those model cars from the from the cherished model car collection. I got the ZZ Top car, dude. I didn't see it. It's in my car. There's two cars in my thing, and they're they're like not attached to the base. And the ZZ Top car's hood came off in transit, so I want to be careful and take take the case, you know, take the top off the case and put it back together nicely. I didn't want to be carrying it around and have it get messed up at all wait a second wait a second is it not true that you in real life in fact drive the car that was on the eliminator cover <laughs> i wish dude, so you're I wish. saying you got a model of said car yeah and put it in the actual car yeah it's out there right now you just blew my mind i know tv dinners I really like the chicken and the teriyaki, too. <laughs> Dude, you want to know something? That car is also my my father's, like, dream car. That he's never had, you know, he's never even got any hot rods because that's the one he wanted. And so he's just never then purchased one because he can't have the Eliminator. And now you have the actual one and a smaller version of that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> Up yours, Dad. That's what I say. It's crazy. Tony, you know what else you got? Fan mail. Really? Sent to my house. Awesome. For the ton to read on air. Oh, wow. I get mail sent to my house for ton. You what? think he would just get a P.O. box, but he's too cheap. He just has it forwarded to my house. Yeah. And then I got to courier it to him. That's That's fine. I don't see the problem here. I don't. I have. Oh, wow. It feels heavy. There's a gift inside or something. There's a chip. There's something. There's like a coin. Wow. The ton. That's wonderful. Ton, are you ready for biohazard? Yeah, dude. I am. Billy Bio? I am ready. We'll read this a little bit later, right? It's going to be intense. We've got some other music we could play, too. Like, just to kind of get you ready. Kind of soften it yeah. a bit. We'll ramp up. Because once, once we get into biohazard, it's like there's no really going back on that. Right? Uh, not for the average person, no. Can I say that I really had uh, Lori Dawn of Lori Dawn Ceramics in mind when I booked this? Really? Because she's into the New York hardcore scene. Yeah, dude. Yes. 
I had to ask her help. Ask her for her top five favorite Biohazard songs. She gave me two songs, the two big hits that I already knew. Oh, man. So then I said, thanks, Laurie Dawn, Thank for you. your help. Thanks for that. Just kidding. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Ton really likes Onyx. So yeah, dude. We've got all the bases covered. <laughs> Hilarious. Let the boys be boys. Yeah. That's what I always say. <laughs> Did I show you the video I took recently? Of Onyx? No, with my son. He's only five months old, but he likes to slam his hand down a lot on stuff. If you're just joining us and didn't know this already, Ton has a young son whose name happens to be Onyx. Yeah, and he started slamming his hand, and I had a video, and I immediately started singing the song. But, of course, my five-year-old daughter and my much younger-than-me wife had no idea what I was talking about. And I was like, come on. Onyx J. Klein. Hilarious stuff. Ton, we've got a lot of other things in store. And by a lot, I mean a couple. We've got a five-count hotline. That's a thing that a lot of radio shows don't have. The five-count hotline. Or five, need. 507-519-2030. You can call that number. You can text that number. You can leave a voicemail at that number, 507-519-2030. That is the ticket to your dreams. Can you imagine? I I mean, I can imagine it because I'm here and I usually answer things from the five count hotline. But for an average person, here's the way we, we have to look at it. Could you imagine if you were like seven year old yourself listening to this program and thinking, wow, Dusty sounds so handsome. That's just amazing. I wonder what it's like to talk to him. And then there was a number you could call. And then I would call 1-900-909-9900. <laughs> yes. You know, they did have a number like that when I was a kid, but it was the number to swap shop. Yeah. I'd call there sometimes. Nice. Yeah, uh, I'm looking for ton. If anyone <laughs> out there has ton, 665-2956. Yeah, man. Never got a call back. Nope. That's crazy. By the way, that was my number when I lived in LeSueur. So you can call it if you want. It probably belongs to someone else now. Would be funny. Yeah, and you never gave area codes back then. Right? You never did. We didn't even have to dial the entire number. We just had to dial. Instead of 665, you just dialed 5. Yep. And then the four digits. Yep. I don't know why that is, but... Crazy. Tons old enough to remember the party line. He always had to wait for his neighbors to get off the phone yeah. before he could make a call. You guys get off the phone already? A lot of times he would just eavesdrop. My girlfriend's trying to call me. Like Harriet Olsen on Little House. My phone number, the first phone number that I can remember having was 625-3521. Should we call it right now? 625-3521. It's pretty late. We used to randomly just call numbers when we were first on the... I think we did that more on the curfew. Yeah. Just randomly call people. Lived at 326 Clark Street, phone number 625-3521. Boom. Boom. There you go. Clark Street doesn't even exist anymore. Man, you are old. Yeah. Did they have telephones back then at least? <laughs> yeah, that's how I had a phone number. 
was the street paved or what are we talking here it was paved yes did they have biohazard back then <laughs> no can i imagine a time when can you even imagine I, that? i don't want to Man. i'd rather not I recently stumbled across a website that has uh, old archival photos of Mankato. You might find it interesting. It's like, I don't, it was through a Google image search and I clicked on the image and it showed the website and I, and I clicked on it and went to it and it's an archival site from the college and it's very minimal. Like when you open it up, it's just a white page and it's got all these links and then some dates of like when they were uploaded and the links are the names of the photos and they're really vague um i'll have to i'll have to maybe send it to you i think you might find it interesting but it has pictures of our city here in mankato so if you're listening terrestrially you'll understand what i'm talking about if you're listening to this in new york or in croatia or whatever uh mankato is the the city that we're in and yeah it was crazy. You asking me those questions about whether or not the road I grew up on was paved reminded me of that. And there's tons of photos of that, like people running around in horse and carriage. Crazy. Did you find any photos of Woolworths? No. Bummer. I haven't got through it all yet, though. Well, let me know, okay? I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll send you the link. Son, do you like the cars? The yeah. cars that go boom? Yeah. Well, then you're going to love this next song. All right. Hey, we'll be back with Billy Bio from Biohazard and also Ton from, well, he was never in Biohazard, but he'd like to be. Where can we start? We like them dumb and we like them smart. I like the ones with the pretty eyes. Well, I like all kinds of guys. Stop. What happened? How about the ones we especially like? Which ones? You know, the ones with the cars that go. I hear you. Hit it.
said not to put beans in my ears, beans in my ears, beans in my ears. My mommy said not to put beans in my ears, beans in my ears. Now why would I want to put beans in my ears, beans in my ears, beans in my ears? Now why would I want to put beans in my ears? Hey, this is Dean Bahar, and you're listening to The Five Count. Oh, 
even if you had infinity knives, I would punch you up into the air like a kite. I bet you sleep with the nightlight, cause you're scared of the dark, cause you stink like a fart. Well, I like your fart on fire with my rounds. You think I won't? I do it all the time. I bet I got more money than Jay-Z Compared to me, Jay-Z is lazy Plus Beyonce thinks that I'm cute It's okay, Beyonce, I think you're cute too I made out with so many girls I made out with every girl in the world I might look small, but I'm not I don't care if you're big, I'll fight you Well, I do know that I am the baddest of them all if you ain't about money, then I don't mess with y'all Y'all think I don't get girls, cause I ain't very tall If she see my stats, I bet you that she calls Cause I am the baddest of them all If you ain't about money, then I don't mess with y'all Y'all think I don't get girls, cause I ain't very tall If she see my stats, I bet you that she calls I have 400 cars I have 400 scars and 400 guitars I have 400 houses, I have 400 mouses and 400 houses, bet you I can dance better than you, I bet you you don't know, 2 plus 2, it's 4, it's 4, now go and shut the door, cause nobody wants to see your face no more, I'm tough as nails, you're slower than a snail, I beat up every single person in jail. I dare you to try and punch me My face is so hard you'll say Ouch, you crunched me I fought two lions and one And I don't even carry a gun But I never run But I never run But I never run But I never run You know, you know that I am The baddest of them all If you ain't about money Then I don't mess with y'all Y'all think I don't get girls Cause I ain't very tall if she see my stats, I bet you that she calls you know that I am the baddest of them all. If you ain't about money, then I don't mess with y'all. Y'all think I don't get girls, cause I ain't very tall. If she see my stats, I bet you that she calls. Mmm, Krispy Kreme. I already told you back up in this 2012 to infinity. Can't get out of here.
And we're back. These are the best times. Yes. Of Ton's life. Lovely song. These are the best times. Love it. This is the perfect Fireside Studios kind of music. Hey, welcome back to the five count. Here it is. Here we are. It's a lovely time. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing pretty great. We've got some five count mail. This is legitimate real mail that came right out of town. I will not get out of town. This is the mail that got sent to Dusty's house and says it's to the ton uh, or for the ton to read on air. And, uh, you know, I just opened it. Ton has a P.O. box, but it's at my house. Yeah, that's jokes on dust. (sighs) Let me see here. Uh... He's got a note written on a on a weird advertisement for a n- municipal online. Okay. Ton. Stuff enclosed for you and Dustin or your dad? Question mark. Oh. Wow. $1 gluten-free coupon for you, Ton. Wood Herman thing enclosed. My dad spilled very hot water on his foot He's in a wheelchair, no shoes, couldn't get socks off. Few days later, ambulance came to see it, looked bad. So he went to Mercy Hospital, had four of antibiotics overnight. Oh, had an IV of antibiotics. I was reading Roman numerals. I apologize. Spent next day and night there for more tests, etc., Wow. His sister's getting some more treatment for her stuff. That's, I hope they're both doing okay. That's crazy. That is crazy. For most of March, my track phone can't make phone calls. Only text. Network upgrades. That's what's happening there. No wonder he wrote to you because you work in IT. Yeah. Also, I, I missed out, but... After calls only, no, the phone will not make calls, only text. Probably one of the most giant periods I've ever seen John make right there. So far, total eight and a half hours on phone with my landline with them. Wow, he's spent eight and a half hours on his landline talking to track phone? Just give it up, John. Just let it, just, just let it simmer. Holy cow. <laughs> Giant period. Do now have new phone. We'll start it up soon. I will try to keep same phone number. Have a good day. Almost 11 p.m. That's when he finished writing this note. John from New Orleans. Sunday, March 27th. Wow, he is getting very specific of when he was writing this. That's really gives us a look into John's life. This is very snug in this envelope this next piece of paper here what am i i can't get this out of here dust what is it underwear coupon one dollar off hey hey! wow gluten-free tortilla shells i could have used that we just said tacos tonight john fisher's peanuts or nuts save a dollar wow Look at this. I got a wooden coin. I was right. There's a wooden coin in here. Dust. That's what it is. Herman Monument, New Ulm. Wooden coin. Wow. 
Everything's coming up time. My dad might freak out over this little beauty. Wow. I didn't know there was wooden coins for that. Dust. How am I going to get this thing out of here? I don't know. What is this? This is a radio show. No one can see what you're doing. There is a card of some sort inside this envelope, and it's very, very snug. It's very snug. Here we go. Oh, it's postcards. How am I going to get it out without ripping the... (laughs) Yikes. Wow. John, dude. Holy cow. How are you going to get them back in there now? That's a good question. Oh, there's something else. What is this, a coaster? Yeah, dude, it is a coaster. Dude. Shells, Prost, Coaster, Oktoberfest. Wow. Steins will rise. When the leaves fall, steins will rise. Wow. What are these? Look at this. New Ulm battery. Boom. Is that the stuff you drink? New Ulm, Minnesota. Glockenspiel. Glockenspiel. Look at this. You typically drink O'Doul's. Do you not? I don't drink any of that stuff. I don't really have a taste for beer. Actually, unless it's Guinness. But I haven't drank a Guinness in a couple years. When did you stop drinking O'Doul's? Never did. I have uncles that drink that stuff. Oh, I'm thinking of me. Never stopped drinking old duels. Ha! Never mind. That's awesome, John. When did you start drinking old duels? That's the weird part. From birth. Here, let me ask you this question. How do you really feel about that, drinking old duels? I feel very refreshed. Like I said, I have uncles that, that drink old duels. And uh, I have to, I have to be totally um, honest and transparent on this program, as I like to do, as I want to do. Um, I think it's goofy. I think it's goofy. I mean, I know a lot of people will say like, "Oh, well, I like the taste of beer," but I'm, you know, I was previously maybe an alcoholic or something. I can't. I don't want to drink anymore. All that stuff, which I guess I can respect, but it's like. You can't really love the taste of beer so much that you have to drink crappy beer. Like, it's like, can't you just not? Can't you just not drink even the O'Doul's? Can't you just put it to rest? You know what I mean? There's a lot of ever other beverage options. Can't you just be like, eh. If I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't want to drink alcohol anymore, just don't. It's not that simple, Tom. It's not really alcohol, I guess, but it's just. What if I want to look cool in front of the big kids? Did you ever think of that? Well, I don't even know if it's. I mean, I don't know necessarily that it's looking cool, but I definitely, I guess I'm probably alluding to. Um. Like asking the question, is it is it an ego thing? Is it a weird and they'll tie it into even like, well, it's just, you know, it's a social thing. And, you know, you want to be drinking a beer, have a have a bottle of beer, you know, a can of beer and with the other people. And I don't know if it's about the look as much as it's like that's tied to some weird thing in, in your psyche that that's what you must do to be socially acceptable. And it's like, who cares? 
I don't, I mean, who cares? If you're hanging out with some people, then they should be cool with you no matter what you're drinking, right? Like what you're drinking should be a very low on the priority list as to whether or not your friends approve of who you are as a person. Am I right? Sounds like you're probably hanging out with a bunch of nerds. If you ask me, you're the only person to hang out with. So, well, case in point. All right. Well, I'm glad we both don't drink O'Doul's. Ton, speaking of nerds, I got a voicemail. Somebody called the five count hotline. You know how I know they're a nerd? How? Because they called the five count hotline. <laughs> ha! I don't know who it is, but let's, let's, hear it. let's hear what they have to say. If you want to call the five count hotline and be this uh, upcoming nerd, you could, you could certainly do it. I don't know what the number is offhand, but 507-519-2030. Yeah, that's it. Hello there. This is Jerry from Rochester. I am driving. Oh, who cares? I'm talking about Ozzy Osbourne. And he basically sucks. We all know it. If it wasn't for the ultimate sin CD, he wouldn't have squat. I mean, that CD is unbelievable. I know nobody likes him, Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, he's terrible. But yeah, he is, basically. But listen to Killer of Giants. Thank God for the bomb. I mean, I remember when I bought it. Shot in the Dark was, that's why I bought it. I remember taking it. I bought it at the Cedar Mall in Mankato. I took it to the BMX track. I remember sitting in my car, just looking at that record going, you know, thinking what it's going to sound like. And oh my goodness, that's what an album should sound like. Drums, guitar, vocals. That is the ultimate CD is what it should, should have been called. So anybody out there doubting the guitar work is unbelievable. So just, I mean, the ultimate sin, baby. That's all I own. That's it. I mean, there's a couple songs on there that are just terrible. But I think 8 out of 10 are just unbelievable. So, yeah, we're going to talk about that. And let's talk about the ultimate gin. I can't believe i got to get a bottle of that just to set on my mantle so I can just stare at it. But, you know, I'm hoping everything's good. And Lori Dawn is back? I mean, if that's true, I am all in on the five count. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> what, is, what is happening here? Ton, in my 68 years, I've never heard anyone say that I dislike everything Ozzy Osbourne has done except the ultimate sin. That's probably the most ridiculous thing I may have ever heard. It's usually the uh, extreme exact opposite of that. Except I, I'm i in total agreement that the ultimate sin most definitely is the ultimate CD. It is all, the also ultimate album, I can say. I love the ultimate sin. I absolutely do. But to say that the, all the rest of it is crap is just incorrect. What do you do with that it's information? It's just not even real. That doesn't make any sense. Ton is so tired. So tired of <laughs> this nonsense. Yes, dude, I really am. How could you like Ultimate Sin, but then you still you're gonna hate on Blizzard of Oz? You're gonna hate on that and bark at the moon and like what? Can't you still like Blizzard of Oz? No. What do you mean? Because Randy Rhodes can't hold Jake E. Lee's guitar strap. Well, that's blasphemy. That's what they think down in Rochester. 
that's blasphemy and I love the ultimate sin. See, that's the thing. That's weird. Don, you love everyone, though. Maybe he was saying that, though, because he knows that we love the ultimate sin. And he knows how ridiculous it is. What the hell? Two tracks that he says that are terrible on that album. How is there even a bad song on that album? Thank God for the ton. That's what I say. Yeah, dude. Wow. What are the bad songs? Yeah, which one? What? Which ones are? Is he saying is the bad ones? Never know why. Secret loser. I'm a secret loser, dude. Yes, man, that song's great. All of them are great. Fool like you. I don't. I don't see any problem with any of these albums. Any of these songs. Ton's favorite song is Lightning Strikes. <laughs> Yes, dude, because we'll be rocking all night till the lightning strikes again, Dust. Dude, yes. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. Jerry Severe Sunburnson. I don't know, dude. It's like, I don't know. It's like, I feel like we are so connected on some of the things that come out of your mouth. Like, we're so 100% connected. And then other things that come out of your mouth, I'm like, dude, you just severed the connection 100% completely. Like, we're not even, we're not on the same page. We're not in the same book. We're not even in the same galaxy all of a sudden. But then, then like, give you two seconds, and then this other thing comes out of your mouth, and it's like, we're brothers. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, weird. You'll never know why. What a strange connection we have. You'll never know why. The most solid connection that we could have is our love for Twitter Lori. I don't know if he was professing it 100%. I am. My love for Twitter Lori is unending. It's undeniable and it's unending and that's real. But it seems like there should be more that draws you to our program than just Twitter Lori's potential return. You know what Twitter Lori loves? biohazard that's a fact man and i like to think in my mind that she loves me just a little bit it's possible somewhere deep inside there doubt it but it's possible it's possible if that's what uh keeps you going ton it does that small potential flicker yeah deep inside on uh, Billy Bios on the program tonight. Awesome. From Biohazard. I love this idea. And also, Billy Bio has a new album out. It's called Leaders and Liars. Man. We could probably hear from him if you'd like. It, only if it rocks completely. It rocks, rocks, rocks. <laughs> if you don't mind me saying. I don't mind at all. We're on the phone today with Billy Grazia Day. You know him as the guitar player for Biohazard. And uh, he's got a new band out. It's called Billy Bio. And they've got a new album out, Leaders and Liars. Billy, how's it going today? I'm doing great, man. Awesome. I appreciate you taking the time out with me. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time, brother. Thank you. First, you're back uh, with a new Billy Bio album, Leaders and Liars. Can you tell the listeners a bit about the new album? Yeah, the, the record came out uh, a week ago. Um, Super psyched about it. It was a my second release for Billy Bio and um, me. Like I think that when you spend time working, you know, on your first record, it, it, it's even though it's not my first rodeo, it's still my first. My first release was Feed the Fire for Billy Bio, but you kind of have your whole life, or, or you don't have the pressure of releasing something quick 
you, you know, you write all these songs and then you go on tour and you start playing those songs every, every day and you, you get tight with the band and, and you get close and you share, you know, a, a lot of uh, personal, you know, situations with the band. And, and the second record is usually born out of those, that close relationship. So for me, like every band that I ever loved, that second record is the one that really is like the meat and potatoes of the band and, and it, it makes or breaks your career. So uh, for Biohazard was Urban Discipline. For, for me, it's this record and Leaders Liars is uh, it's chock full of, uh, you know, intensity and, and a lot of emotion, a lot of, uh, you know, meat and potatoes, so to speak. Awesome. Yeah, I know you were in Biohazard since you were a kid, you know, and you've been involved in a lot of other projects too, but Billy Bio, I mean, this is just you with a blank screen, you know, blank piece of paper in front of you. I mean, how is that for you as far as the writing and the recording process? Um, it's, it's pretty simple, really. I mean, it's not like a, it's not a, it's a labor of love, I think, but it's a, a um, it's not a painstaking process where I got to, you know, I, I, I stress over a lot of things. Bitch! Sorry, I got my dog. I'm walking in the park. But um, it's not a, it's not something that, difficult for me the more you do something the better you get at it and to me it's, it's not so much um that i get better at my songs it's just the process of getting out these feelings emotions these ideas that i have inside of me and that's become a lot easier you know the more i do it so it's i think being solo it's it's almost like painting a picture on the wall and, and inviting your friends over to give them a beer and a paintbrush and saying, go ahead, change what you want. That's kind of like what a band has always been for me. And even though I love everything I've done with Biohazard and the guys um, and, and, and Powerful and the other bands that I'm, I'm more of a, a member of, this is, I think, more of a pure representation of who I am and what I'm trying to say. So, Billy, who's playing with you on the new album? Is it the same lineup as, uh, as the first one? It's uh, Yeah, same guy, Rob Diaz from Suicidal Tennessee and now he's with Corn um, on bass. Fred Rios is my drummer. You know, we also play together in Power Flow. And then uh, Dan Palmer is, you know, we toured together for the last record, but he also in Death by Stereo in Zebrahead. So we've been friends for years. Robbie is from uh, Exploited, and we have the tour with those guys. I got probably a, a, a shitload of stories about um, the Exploited that are entertaining as hell to hear. So yeah, these guys are all—they're all good friends, and I've been touring together, um, touring with them throughout the last record. So this this record is like a combination of all that. Those relationships, like I mentioned before. Excellent. Yeah, are you going to be on the road here soon then for this new album? That's the plan. Uh, unfortunately, I had two tours canceled because of COVID. I'm not going to complain about it because we all had to deal with our own shit with COVID. But the, uh, uh, the plan right now is to go out, hit the road in July, and hopefully that that tour doesn't get canceled. Now we have to deal with uh, the situation in Ukraine, but in, in the states we're pretty safe from it. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm optimistically looking forward to it. Excellent. And again, uh, the new Billy Bio album, "Leaders and Liars," is out now. And you mentioned, uh, you know, putting the painting up and uh, kind of having your friends, your family coming over and make some changes. And I wanted to ask you a bit about uh, the hardcore scene in New York. You know, when you were first coming up uh, in, in the early '80s, there it seems kind of like so many of those bands still playing today uh, really kind of like a big family in a way all those guys yeah it, it, it wasn't the early 80s or early 90s i may see 10 years it makes a big difference but uh yeah so Biohazard, we dropped the first record in 1990 um 
and and that family vibe. There's a song on the new record called Our Scene, and it's about um, finding a place where you finally belong. You know, coming up, you're you're, you're young and, and you got all these ideals, and you you kind of find that you don't get along with a lot of people that you go to school with, a lot of people that you you hang out with, and even though you like you know, you might you know talk to them and hang out with them, sit with them at lunch. Just I felt always like I was an outsider, and then I found the music scene, the underground scene, and, and and finally for the first time in my life I felt like I was welcome and part of a family. And that music scene, you know, whether you call it punk rock, hardcore, or metal, it gives that family vibe to all of us. And that's why we love the, the music, not just the music, but the love, the scene, and we love going to shows. And we've all been starved for it for two years. Now we get to look forward to seeing some of our family again. Yeah, and I know it's the 35th anniversary of Biohazard, and the thing I always loved about the band, and you know, it's something you're continuing here with Billy Bio, as you mentioned. You know, you were a metal band, but you were also a punk band and a hardcore band, sometimes hip hop. I mean, you never really pigeonholed yourselves into one genre. I think all that influence came from where we were coming up. You know, we we grew up with hip hop and metal and hardcore and punk rock, and it kind of just manifested in just a natural way for our music. We didn't, we didn't try to write a punk rock song or write a metal song or have hip-hop influences. It just was natural. I think the bounce of Biohazard you know, obviously came from the group of stuff that we listened to, which was the hip-hop. But it was, uh, it was all natural for us. I, I, I think we probably would have been more successful if we made plans, but the great and beautiful thing about Biohazard was that, that we didn't make plans. It was all vibe. We kind of just just went with it and whatever came out came out and i still that's the pretty much the cloth in, in my uh in the thread of my cloth that i keep going you know i, I don't sit down and say let, let me write a song that sounds like biohazard let me write a song that that is you know people always ask me how do, how do you determine if a song is biohazard billy bio or powerful or whatever other band i'm playing with at the time it's just me and i i let it all flow out i don't worry about where it came from where it's going to go i just let it flow Excellent. I wanted to ask you, Billy, I know you've been on the road a long time, but I wanted to ask you your memories of working on that first OzFest. I think that was really an important, uh, you know, I don't know if they knew it was going to be still going on 25 years later or whatever it is, but I mean, that was uh, a pretty awesome thing there, that first run. It was awesome. I mean, we were on tour with, um, it was Ozzy, Ozzy, Danzig, Sepultura, and Biohazard. And it was a fucking great tour. We toured all around the States and they told us, I remember we got word um, that the last two shows of that tour was going to be a festival style thing. And it was, they were those, that idea and concept was new to America, but um, in, in Europe, it was commonplace and we knew what it was like. But, uh, and when it came the first show, we played in Arizona and second was in San Bernardino, California. And they put a bunch of other bands on it. Um, Fear Factory, I, I can't remember, There's so many bands, and it was fucking killer, it was awesome, but I remember uh, thinking to myself, this, this is going to turn out to be something cool, but we got caught up, and we caused a lot of problems backstage that day, and uh, because of that, we never got another, we were never invited or had a chance to do another Ozfest, it was kind of, it was great to play the first one, but we were never welcome back. Well, of course, uh, I got to ask you, I know you're busy now with Billy Bio, but uh, what's the status of Biohazard? Is a band just on hiatus still, or have you officially moved on? No, like I said, neither. We don't really plan anything. Uh, Danny and Bobby and I talk often. Um, before I was talking to you, I just worked on this podcast that Evan was doing with 
my buddy Toby from H2O. But um, my focus is, is what I do. I'm an artist. I'm the only one in the band that's still prolific in, in writing and, and putting music out. Um, and I, it's, this is what I do. Billy Bio, I think, is, 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 is and has become more like the umbrella. And Bio has it as a chapter in my life, as Power Flow is. And, and the chapters sometimes um, take a little break and they, you know, continue on. And who knows what, what the future holds. But right now, um, I, I kind of look at Billy Bio as like at the umbrella. I branched off to do my own thing and love and respect everything I do with Bio has it. And we have a new Power Flow record coming out. So these are all just ongoing chapters in, in the, the bigger picture. As un, uncool metal as that sounds, <laughs> it's, it's what it is, you know. No, definitely. It's cool that uh, you've still got a lot of stuff going on. I know Leaders and Liars is just out. Is there anything else maybe we should be looking out for? Uh, yeah, check out, you know, like I said, everything to me, it's, it's, this is my life. Um, you know, Billy Bile, there was, when I came up with, um, when I decided to branch off and kind of, instead of just having a band and kind of doing my own thing, I had a band with uh, Jennifer from Kitty it was called Suicide City, and we didn't talk about buyers. Like the record labels, we had all these record deals on the table. They're like, yeah, they want to sign us only because it's Biohazard and you're from Kitty. That's it. They're not, they don't even know the music yet. We don't even have anything. And, and so I kind of like just didn't want to kind of ride the coattails of my name for, for Suicide City. But then when I started working on Billy Bio, I had a couple different ideas for different groups, and I realized that this is who I am. You know, I'm, we're all products of our past. When people we meet, the good and the bad experiences all make us who we are. So I just thought, you know, fuck it. Biography is a little, um, it's a little play on Billy biography, my life, um, and obviously the biography ties. So th- this is what I do. Check out my videos um, on my YouTube channel, Billy Bio. I'm, I, I pay attention, not pay attention. I think the visual, the, the musical, the lyrical, it's all one expression for me. It's all one art. You know, and I know in the fucking metal and punk rock hardcore world, to say it's art, uh, it's kind of like a little bit out there, but it is. It's what we do. You know, we, we create something out of nothing, and it's it's powerful, and it lives on forever. So, um, from the artwork, I worked with my buddy Lacroix Eyebrows from New York on the artwork. We have an NFT coming out. We have um, all these videos that I I, I painstakingly direct and edit and. Uh, and really proud of him. So it's like a baby for me, I guess. And each little, um, each little side, I, I would say leaders and liars is my second kid. And I, I, I'm trying to do the best I can to raise more. <laughs> awesome, man. Again, I'm a big fan and the new album sounds great. And I, I really appreciate you being on with me today. Thank you so much. Justin, dude, thanks for your, thanks for your support. Thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. It means, it means a lot. All right. You bet, man. Thanks a lot. Have a good one. Thanks, buddy. You too, buddy. Take care. And again, that was Billy Day from Biohazard and uh, his new band, Billy Bio, and the new album, Leaders and Liars, is out now.
Hey, what's up, my friends? This is Scotty Ian from Anthrax, and you're listening to The Five Count. in 
Hey everyone, this is Richie Ramone of the Ramones, and you're listening to the Five Count. Peace. Somebody put something in my drink.
Welcome back, son. It's the five count. That was Biohazard. Yeah, man. In case you didn't know. That, that song was, was from Tun's uh, fourth favorite film, Punisher. Yes. Starring Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, dude. Original Punisher. Actually, most it's mostly Dolph Lundgren films on his top five. Yeah. I Come in Peace is on there. Yep. Here's and the thing that... Re- also, Kindergarten Cop Part 2. Yes. Here's the thing that really gets me going, though. Have you seen... Masters of the Universe starring Dolph Lundgren? Yeah. You know I have. <laughs> no, have you seen... I... Uh, what can I say? I watch a fair amount of YouTube while I'm doing dishes at night, and they've got these Old Spice commercials on YouTube. Now, the ones with the couple who's fighting over who gets the Old Spice lotion, I'm totally fine with those, and I find those kind of amusing. But there's one that's like a... I'm pretty sure it's Old Spice, like a like a deodorant spray, and it's got like a dude with his arm up flexing in a in a tank top, and the face looks like it's CGI young Dolph Lundgren, like with the hair, like Drago era Dolph Lundgren, but it's very obviously not him, and he does not have the physique of Dolph at all. It's like a skinny wimpy. Dolph in a tank top, and I don't understand why. So it's like me? I think it's terrible. I very much disagree with it, because it's not doing the justice. (laughs) Have you seen Masters of the Universe? Have you seen the physique? Have you seen the hair? He plays He-Man, for crying out loud. He plays freaking He-Man. Wow. Wow. Wow was right. Hey, Ton, that was, uh, by the way, an interview with Billy Bio from Biohazard. Good stuff, man. Leaders and Liars, new album out now. Check it out. Ton, also, uh, thefivecount.com. That's a website on the internet, online, computers and stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, it's fixed. It fixed it's it. fixed. It's back working. It was broken for a while. Way to go. Now it ain't. It's not broken anymore. Bet you didn't even notice. You can go there. Cost a chunk of change to get it fixed. You can go to thefivecount.com and live out all your dreams. Your dreams will come true at thefivecount.com. Check it out. If that is the case, it seems like you've set your bar a little low. Well. But we're glad to help. Go see for yourself. Yeah, you won't be disappointed. <laughs> or maybe you will. Wink, Never. wink. There's only one way to find out. Ton, how disappointed would you say you were on a scale from one to ton uh, roughly 10 years ago? <sighs> Probably severely tonned out. Well, let's find out together. Because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. You're never going to guess this ton. April 7th, 2012, it was Easter. Man. Easter celebration on the five-count. Crazy. It says here we ate an unhealthy amount of potato salad. Really? Really? Guessing that was mostly you. 
Yeah, I was going to say, you don't like potato salad that much, do you? Uh, not much at all. I would eat tons of potato salad. An unhealthy amount? Yeah, I, I would, I'm guilty. Well, you did that 10 years ago. Wow. We also discussed the lack of delicious candy around the Easter holiday. That makes sense. Still is happening, I, I think. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I got to address this now that we're talking about this Here's 10 years ago. Here's the thing. I'm guessing, does it does it elaborate at all? I'm guessing we were highly against peeps. Peeps are no good. Dude, I love peeps now. Is that weird? It's blasphemous. I will eat peeps with my daughter right now, and I love peeps. Peeps are great, and I very, very much remember hating them. And us talking about hating peeps and being like, what is with peeps? Dumb. Gross. And now I'm like, what the hell is my problem? Peeps are great. Yeah. Especially a little chocolate-covered peep. How's your problem? It's weird. Also, the chalky egg candy chocolate things. Terrible. The chalky ones? Yeah, like those robin egg things. I love those. Damn, ton, you like some. I have really those are like my candy. favorite. That's my favorite Easter candy. Is the ones it's like the pastelli exterior candy coating, right? Those are your favorite. Yes, love them. The chocolate in them is so good. Why do you hate them? Uh, as my son would say, that sounds a bit sus. He says that, huh? He does. Weird. Well, you met his parents? Yeah. So what's your favorite? Easter candy? Yeah. I think it all sucks. That was a discussion we had 10 years ago. The Cadbury egg. No, nobody likes that. A lot of people love that. It's like some kind of weird caramel snot inside an egg. Yeah, I don't. Nobody wants that. I don't like the normal one. I'll eat the caramel one, though. Did you know they have a caramel one? It's just filled with caramel. Sounds gross. The normal one is gross. This whole thing is gross. So you don't like Cadbury eggs? No. You don't like Peeps? No. You don't like the most delicious Cadbury mini Robin's eggs ever? Those are great. It's all total junk. No way, dude. Those are good. They're crazy. We also learned a thing or two about how to be good Christians from uh, Reverend Billy Graham. All right. Hallelujah. Easter. Nice. We played Striper and Rich Mullins and Wesley Willis. That completely makes sense. And Little Richard. (laughs) That's the Mount Rushmore of secular tunes. Of Easter programs? Wow. Crazy. When is Easter this year? Is it right now? God, did we miss it? No, it's it's next weekend. Oh. Is that true? We better come up with a one of our all-time classic Easter programs for next week. Let me double check because I actually have some. Uh, no idea what you're talking about. Gosh, well, I mean, I guess you're gonna have to do it. Our God is an awesome God. Did you say that? When he rolls up his sleeves, he ain't just putting on the ritz. 
Man, I actually have some stuff coming up. thunder in his footsteps and lightning in his fists. This coming next week, if you're listening to this program. But the Lord wasn't joking when they kicked him out of Eden. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, man. Dude, sing it. Sing it to the heavens. It wasn't for no reason that he shed his blood. I have some Brian Reby If Brian Reby drives electric, we'll appreciate that. Yeah, he will. All right, Ton, you've got a lot of exciting stuff happening. I mean, I don't know. It's not exactly, but. <laughs> I got Wait, something is this coming, coming up. This is coming up. It's not in the past. No, it's coming up. All right. I'm ho- I hope I'm fully prepared by then. On the 13th, I'll be giving a talk, a Christian-related talk. A TED Talk about Cadbury eggs? No, nothing about that. I'll be giving a talk. I think they call those sermons. Well, it's not. A, no, it's not really a sermon. It's going to be a. It will be Christian related talk, but I'll be talking to some, some teens. Some teens. Teen talk. Yeah, and with youth. I'll tell. I'll tell you more about it off air. I don't want to know about it off air. Oh, I want to know about it on air. Well, I don't want to be talking about it too much. All right, I don't want to know about it at all. Well, you don't know who might be listening. I don't know anything. I don't want to reveal anything. Uh, That's fine. You don't know who might be listening. Uh, Adoy, everyone. Everyone. I can't reveal any things. Ton was voted funniest local radio host. Obviously, people (laughs) are listening. Some people are listening. In 2007, but still... (laughs) I think they had to shut that award down after you wanted because they said why bother yeah hey i was at the filling station just recently and there's a zine down there but you have to pay for them now they're three dollars and they're the same format as what save the crumbs was except color three dollars they're three dollars and here we were like a bunch of dummies giving ours away yeah it's the same thing, like the same format, you know, just pages and folded and stapled. They stole it from you. But it's a lot of, uh, they got a lot of artwork in there, not a lot of articles. Is and it worth three bucks? I don't know. I don't want to say anything. I mean, Wait, I want Did you buy it? No. No, then it I wasn't worth three I looked at it and bucks. I grabbed the information of who's putting it together because I thought it'd be interesting to go down there and talk to them or maybe even have them on this program to talk about the zine. They'll have to pay us three bucks, though. It'd be nice to, you know, give them some sort of support. I'm not trying to throw them under the bus about the three bucks. I'm saying if you want them on the show, they'll have to pay me three bucks. Oh, really? Them's the rules. I thought it was interesting. I took a look at them, took a picture of the business card. It's down cards. there. It's down there, yeah. They had advertising in the zine as well, like Domino's advertised in it. So I thought that was also interesting. Like, And they're still charging they're money it? from... Domino's is paying for it, and they're yeah. still making money. Kind of interesting. Nothing punk rock about that. It's different. I almost bought a piece of art while I was down there, though. How come you didn't call me to say, hey, come down here and I'll buy you a zine? I might go back. I might go back, buy a piece of art. Um, While I was down there with my daughter, it was after church this this last Sunday. We left church and then 
I was just cruising around with my daughter and I didn't really feel like going home. So I we went downtown and she wanted to check if the toy slash comic place was open or the bookstore down there. But both places were closed. So I said, we can go over to the filling station. That's open. So we went over there and I bought her a giant Rice Krispie bar. Chocolate covered Rice Krispie bar. And we hung out in the filling station for a little while and talked to people about the zine. And And I wish you were my dad. Looked at the art. And then I got recognized by old cabbie, what was it, 23, 22, 23? Used to call into this program all the time. He recognized me in there and shouted out, hey, Ton. Then some other guy recognized me and I said, hey, guys, what's up? That's why you usually don't uh, go out in public. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Get bombarded. And I got to protect my daughter, you know. She doesn't need all that business. Do you have a blanket over her head like Michael Jackson? Yeah, and a face mask. Cool. I hold her over over balcony edges (laughs) a lot. (laughs) All right. No, I had her there and I talked to those guys and they told me that they love me. and Naturally. And I left. That is kind of weird when that happens, when you're leaving. It, yeah, well, okay, well, cool, thanks. Nice talking to you. And they're like, all right, love you, man. Like, okay, yeah, you too. See ya. I wish I had that kind of weirdness. I mean, it's fine until it's like. I only hear stuff like, get the hell out of my way, fathead. Oh, come you know, on. Or things like that. Come on now. Until you talk, though. That's the problem is you don't talk to enough people. As soon as they hear your voice. That I'm sure they say, holy, holy crap, no way. No, they say, move it, butt wipe. <laughs> Nobody calls anybody butt wipe anymore, do they? You must not be hanging out in the bad neighborhoods that I do. Wow. I've heard that and worse. From your son. Right. You're looking pretty sus there, butt wipe. Is that what your son says to you? He said that over breakfast. Wow. <laughs> I thought it was savage, as the kids say. Holy cow. Hey, uh, Ton, stop hurting my feelings and let's move on with our lives All and right. our show. Let's do it. Uh, Biohazard. Billy Bio was on the program. We've got time for more Biohazard. Awesome. If you can handle it. Let's do it. Let's hear some more Biohazard. Blood wipes.
Hi, this is Sean from White Zombie. You're listening to The Five Count.
Hey everyone, it's Kurt Dimer, and you are listening to The Five Count. Just a second, just a second. 
Five minutes, well worth it. <laughs> yes. Welcome back to the show. That's how it is. According hey. to Biohazard. Yeah. Awesome. Billy Bio on the program tonight. Leaders and Liars, that's his new album. It's good stuff. You know who else we had on the fivecount.com and all of our various podcasting platforms? A guy named Kurt Dimer. He was in the latest Halloween movie. Oh. Kurt Dimer. But he's got a new album out. It's called Work Hard, Rock Hard. Really? He's a musician and actor? Uh, He's in a band with Phil X from Bon Jovi. Yeah, crazy. You could find that on all your various favorite podcasting apps. All right. Thefivecount.com. Very cool stuff. And I think you'll hear it on KMSU, The Maverick, on Monday around 1.30. Nice. Sometimes there's stuff on there from me. Very good. Also, I don't know that this is going to happen, but if it did, it already happened. We might have a WWE Hall of Famer on uh, coming up here, or it already has happened maybe also on the 5 Wow. Because Wilmer Mania is coming up, or it has already happened, but if you're listening to this before Saturday, it's coming up on Saturday. Midwest All-Star Wrestling. Did any of that make sense, what I just said? Kind of. A little confused. Well, I am. You Uh, sort of talk in circles. Oh. Uh, On April 9th, in Wilmer, Minnesota, Midwest All-Star Wrestling's Wilmer Mania. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Medusa Maselli and Hornswoggle will be there also. Crazy. We might have one of those two people on the show. All right. Or maybe we already did. I'm talking in code time because we record this out of order. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, go to Patreon because we just had a long, in-depth recap slash discussion about WrestleMania. With Billy Floyd shouts, you it know was, him. It was rather long, yes. People clamor for pro wrestling talk, and Ton's like, we don't have enough time. We better find a second avenue to deliver even more wrestling talk. So that, now we move to Patreon. That's probably also why you haven't heard any questions from Floyd shouts this week. Because he was just on this program. In real world time, he was just in the studio, and we've got it all recorded. In your time, go to Patreon, and you can hear the first installment. In current time, he's out starting hockey riots. He is. He said he could be burning sofas right now. Crazy. Crazy crazy kids. (laughs) Well, Ton, you know, it's just one of them things. Show's over, by the way. Don't take it personal. Hey, that's all I can do, Ton. Everything you say, I take it personally. Did I mention that you could go to Lori Dawn Ceramics and buy some ceramics? You have not mentioned it, but uh, thank you so much for doing so. Go to Lori Dawn Ceramics. Buy something beautiful for your loved ones. Maybe some biohazard ceramics. Special order. Could be a real thing. Uh, we mentioned Patreon. If you like the show and appreciate all the hard work that we put into things and all the money that I have to spend on our stupid website that keeps breaking... <laughs> You could join us on Patreon. Oh, man. Wow. 
go check it out. You get early access to this program, to the Five Count Co-op, and you get exclusive access to things like the WrestleMania recap with Billy Floyd shouts, along with an upcoming show about our top 10 wrestlers of all time. And Floyd Shouts runs down the top 10 wrestlers of the current generations. Current active wrestlers right now. If you're into wrestling, check it out. If you're not into wrestling, we've got something else for you. It's called The Five Count at the Movies, where we watch completely ridiculous and amazing movies and talk over them the entire time. Yeah, we just watched Summer Camp Nightmare. Crazy show. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. It was pretty good, though. Beef bologna. Beef bologna. <laughs> Man. Beef, beef, beef. Beef yes. bologna. You're going you're to want to check it out. <laughs> it's worth it. It's fully worth it. Hey, I think we're done. All right. We'll be back next Saturday with a special Easter program for Easters. Yes. Lovely. Hope you have a great week. So long. See ya. Now, boys and girls, turn the record over.